Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for the greatest podcast YouTube that you will witness in this lifetime. I'm here with J-Rob. J-Rob, what time is it? Cover it all. Nothing is off limits around here. That's right. That's right. It's a lot of orthodox. Including the English language, because we'll just make up words, make throw them it out up, there. Whatever it wants to be. As long it as it gets the point be. across. You got me, fam? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> uh, what What's going think? on, Jerry? How you doing? Uh, man, if I was doing any better, I'd be you. You don't want to be me. Uh, I'm enjoying this weather. It is excellent weather. You it's know like, what I did? It's like 80-something degrees, sunny. What'd you do yesterday? It's beautiful. I played with the grandbaby yesterday. Did you do it outside? We did a little bit outside, yeah. yeah. We went outside and played with the cats, put some bird seed out. You know what I did yesterday? I got into a beautiful Viper GTS. Yeah. And I turned it on, and I backed it out of the driveway, out of the garage. And then I parked it over out of the way, and then I cleaned out a garage. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you went cruising. No. No? No, I just cleaned a garage. Hey, so so something exciting I got going on this week. I am taking my motorcycle safety course Ooh. so that I can get my, my license to ride, and then uh, I'll be looking for a bike to go cruising on these nice days. Not on Sunday, though. It's the Lord's Day. I'll be in the house of God. That's true. As am I. All my buddies are out driving cars right now, but I'm here. I'm in the house. I'm in the lower house. Priorities, man. That's Priorities. exactly right. That's exactly right. So what, you look for an 1800s, what you told me the other day? Uh, well, that's what was suggested to me. <clears throat> of course, I don't know much about them, but I'm a bigger guy, and, and I talked to some bigger guys who ride who said, you know, get a good-sized bike so that you can enjoy it. You won't be trying to get something that's lugging you around or can't keep up with traffic that's true that's true and you, and you know what you're living in like the mecca of crossroads for bikers here out here in Burnett because yesterday I think every open facility in this town had bikers parked in front of it everyone from from Baca to Joe Blow to uh, Banditos and everybody else they all oh, yeah. you should, you've got plenty of people to go ask questions uh, mm-hmm. about bikes too you fit right in you gonna get your cut too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to get my leathers and everything. Leathers? Yeah, what's it going to say on the back? What's your patch going to be? Um, man, I don't know. I got no idea. All right, we'll have to come up with something like that. Might it might it might say Jerry and J Rob on Ooh, the back? Ooh, I like that one. I like that. You got to be a you got to be a uh, hangout first, and then and then you finally get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what do you got exciting going on? Uh, well, as we mentioned last week and just got posted on the podcast was we got a coffee shop coming in. So BTX Coffee here in Bertram, Texas, we're going to be affiliated with the library and even more exciting, Jerry and J. Rob podcast will be recording from there. So 
we're going to have a steady day of Wednesday mornings and it will be live whereas it won't be recorded anymore it will just be live of course it will be a recording go back and listen to it but so you and I will be there I think around seven ish if that's not too early and that's probably way earlier for me than it is for you but um, <clears throat> Yeah, we'll do it live from the library. I mean, as long as there's coffee. There will be coffee. I'm good. I can show up there for coffee that coffee. early. Have coffee. We'll podcast. <laughs> Very good. Hey, so I, I can see that becoming a sticker. That's, that's going to become a like thing. I like that. Have yeah. coffee. We'll podcast. Mm. All right. Sounds good. Well, we're getting some things ironed out for that and moving you know, ahead swimmingly. It's going pretty well. We just got to get some equipment in, and I think that's it. Well, I'm excited about it. Yep, yep. I'm very excited about it. So, look forward to that for sure. Bertram needs a place for uh, for folks to hang out. And I think that's a big part of what we want to contribute and bring on the more serious side is I don't necessarily just want you to come by and grab a cup, cup of coffee. I'd, we want you to hang out. We want to conversate with you. And um, you come by. We I think eventually we're going to have some live music out there as well. And just a, a place to chit chat with others and maybe get some work done if you're if you're on the company dime getting some coffee then you know come sit out and i believe there's free library wi-fi and whatnot and what better place than to snort up some of that coffee smell all day so some <laughs> sometimes around our house i'll brew coffee that i don't intend to drink just because i want to smell coffee really yeah. That's like the original monks. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, if I drink it too late at night, it tends to give me some indigestion. But uh, Really? Okay. But I do enjoy the smell of good old pot of coffee. Bro. It is good. It's wonderful. All right. So today, we were kind of kicking around the idea of different, different things. You and I are not too politically motivated to speak too much, but we wanted to discuss some things that we've noticed popping up here lately and in our endeavors as we go go about our daily business and that is the topic of emotions mm. and I think we live in a time now where emotions affect more things that we do than anything else that may not be entirely accurate but it sure is close or at least seems like it's accurate what do you think well you know the only problem with with the idea of making decisions and taking action in life based mainly on emotion is that um, you know emotions have a tendency to change from one minute to the next and then I may not have the same emotion about a topic that you do uh, or you know, you know I may not uh, agree and with with something that you might might stand on and so when we allow emotions to make our decisions for us when we take action based on emotion a lot of times it's more about us needing to feel like we're we're validated we're vindicated you know that we're justified in in how we feel and so if if others don't line up with how we feel well, that must mean that they don't like us. Mm. It must mean that they're against us. They're our enemies. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a, a, a personal fraudulent conflict, right? Mm. Yeah. It's not always there's not always a conflict, 
Right. Disagreement is not a conflict. No, and as a matter of fact, disagreement is healthy. Disagreement, uh, you know, I think is is a good way for people to come together to uh, work through problems, work through issues, and come up with some of the, uh, uh, you know, great policy or or uh, how to overcome a problem, maybe create a new invention. We don't have a lot of that anymore. Right. All we have is, uh, you know, I, you hurt my feelings. Well, you hurt my feelings by having hurt feelings. And, you know, before you know it, everything's being done according to feeling and nothing's right. actually getting done except trying to make somebody feel better. Right, right. Well, you mentioned a circumstance a while ago, and you don't have to get into the specifics of it, but tell us kind of kind of what had what had happened. Now, what what <laughs> what took place uh, regarding somebody's perception versus true facts, their emotional perception versus true facts. Right. Well, um, so just just an incident that that I had to deal with uh, the other day, um, speaking to uh, an individual who was refusing to communicate with uh, somebody who was in a, in a manager position um, over them because of, of a feeling. And uh, what was said to me was, you know, I feel like they think. That's a whole lot of, whole lot of in the air questions there, Yeah, right? a whole lot of assumption, yeah, right? a lot of assumption going on. And because they felt like this person thought a certain way, um, they were refusing to communicate. I said, I don't, I don't want to talk to them because I feel like they think this about me. Well, the problem with that type of a mindset is that, uh, I mean, we already see it immediately. It hinders communication. And communication is key. No matter what you are doing in this life, you have to be able to communicate with other people. That's right. Whether it's communicating to receive information or communicating to give information, whether you're building a business, whether you're starting a ministry, whether you're just trying to better yourself, find yourself in a better place in life, you have to be able to communicate. Well, once communication breaks down, then problem solving breaks down. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves um, with more problems than solutions and no way of reconciling them. All because um, we feel like they think this about us or we feel like this situation uh, wasn't handled the way we want it to. And, and really when we come down to it, emotions are not inherently bad, but how we use them can be incorrect. That's right. And so all of us have emotion and all of us, uh, you know, we, we feel some type of way about, um, you know, people, circumstances, things that come into our lives. How we choose to react to those is going to make the difference in whether we grow, whether we're strengthened, whether we're, uh, whether we accomplish anything or whether we're just going to sit back and cross our arms and pout and wish that the world would acquiesce to our our feelings. That's right. That's right. So, you know, emotions are kind of the carnal safety net, right, of, of life. They, they kind of protect us from something subconsciously 
a lot of things they, they make worse, but it, that's what they're there for, you know, more or less, is to situations that, that you have entered into that were either pleasant or not pleasant, or that, you know, your brain says you need to avoid. And many times we've allowed that to override our logical side. Mm-hmm. Because some things we absolutely know are not a danger or are not risky, even though our brain is telling us so. So we have these feelings, right? Or we have built something up, just like you mentioned a while ago, about some guy thinks some guy thinks something about him. I mean, that's a whole lot of thinking assumptions in there. Yeah. And you are actually redirecting your actions based on a theory of a theory that's unproven and unknown right and nobody seems to be in agreement with unsubstantiated that's it and uh not based in reality right so i look at it a lot from the the business side and you know people that listen to their emotions typically are not business builders the people that go out and do stuff, true entrepreneurs, people that are out there making big deals, doing doing big time stuff, they don't listen to their emotions. They don't listen in the morning when the you know they they don't feel like doing something, or they don't listen when things get scary, because they know logically I've got to get to point B to make this thing successful, and I'm going to fight to get there. And I think personally, or I don't know that I think, but I notice that in society today this seems to be a very prevalent thing where folks are commonly clinging to those emotions they're using it for really an excuse a lot of times sometimes it's legitimate emotion legitimate right anxieties fears um, happiness things that make them feel good that don't make them feel good but it's their crutch their excuse their what have you to either do or not do something. So I would look at it like this, that the emotion is justifiable to the circumstance, but the action taken on it may not be. That's right. And so if we allow our emotions to hold us back when there's really no legitimate reason for us to allow that. Right. Um, or to keep us from, you know, working, working together with somebody because we, feel like they think about us that maybe we might sort of kind of what yeah <laughs> you know that's uh that that's crazy to me so so you you know you're talking about it from the business side so from the ministry side of things uh, as as i deal with a lot of people in counseling and and a lot of people who are seeking advice uh from me i, I hear a lot of times you know, Pastor, I feel like God wants us to do X, Y, and Z. Ooh, feel like it. Um, and and yeah, you know, the, the the thing about that is um, we serve a God of certainties, and God does not operate by He doesn't operate by chance. He doesn't operate by feeling. He spells out for us His will, um, and what is not plainly spelled out can still be searched and found out through uh, through wisdom, through through counsel and and the like. But most of the time when someone tells me, I feel like God wants us to do this, God's not within 100 miles of what's <laughs> going on there. 
you know, and and so my my first advice is to um, you know try to remove that emotion from the equation. Um, and, and not simply just to say, well, you know, you're just looking at it logically. Well, you know, we want to make spiritual decisions based in reality, based in, in fact. And so one of those, one of the facts that I know is that God is never going to ordain or bless something that is, doesn't line up with his word. That's right. Right. And so when someone says, well, I feel like it's okay for me to do this, if it doesn't line up with it's, it's Scripture. Your tr- that's your truth. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we all have our truth. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I ascribe to the truth of the Word of God. There you go. And so if it doesn't line up with uh, the Word of God, then our feelings are inconsequential. Right. You know what we what we should do is to be able to back it up and say, all right, God, what is it that you want me to do? Realistically, God, what is it you want me to do? Versus, I feel like this is what you would have me to do. Right. I got to say, for me, if if you come at with come at me with, I feel like, unless you're joking, I I've already shut down and stopped listening to whatever you're fixing to say because that's that's to me that's one of the most ridiculous statements ever I, I feel like I should go do that okay that's great I'm glad you feel that way let's, let's move on right <laughs> well yeah I mean it, it, it's I would say that you know your your emotions are that safety net and there's good reason to have them but we are humans right we right. have and god's blessed us with the the logical side of our brains as well so for me personally there are situations come up that i have feelings about that i have emotions about right there's some things that that irritate me there are some things that make me mad some things that are sad but i think the biggest thing is kind of what you were mentioning a while ago and that is Something comes into your life, let's say it's negative, it doesn't need an immediate response. Give yourself a minute to get through that emotional cycle mm-hmm. to come up with a logical solution process to your it. problem and process it. Yeah. And, and you may not have the solution, but your response is imperative. Well, and I think that the, the, the issue boils down to, are we going to um, rule our emotions and make our emotions serve us, right. or are we going to be ruled by our emotions and make decisions based on on how we feel, which can get us into trouble, right? I mean, I may feel like, so just a hypothetical and kind of way out there, but what if I felt like the the car dealership needed to give me a new car? And so I just went down there and, and demanded it, maybe even stole one and said, I, I just feel like I should have this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've allowed my emotions to rule me to the point where I have now broken the law mm-hmm. and it's going to cause a lot of problems in my life. I feel like you'd go to jail probably. That would I feel like I probably would also, yeah. That's right. 
But that's a common thing, right? Not, maybe not necessarily to the point of stealing a car, but people will let emotions run their life. They will, um, they will let friendships suffer, relationships suffer. They will do all sorts of stuff, become, you know, reclusive. Maybe not reclusive. Maybe get out and draw a lot of attention to themselves, but negative attention. All sorts of stuff can happen when you start going down that road of worrying about me and my situation and my emotional response to everything right well and we live in a world today where you can you can absolutely let all of your emotion run wild and pay no consequence for it. that's right and i specifically refer to social media yes because you can get on there and you can rant and rave and cry and get mad and yell and scream of course when you're typing you you just type in all caps and that means that you're yeah, yelling i didn't mad. know that till just the other day i was like why is this all capitalized but because they were mad at you i found that out <laughs> yeah, yeah there's still some things I'm, I'm learning when it comes to uh to that and then and then there's always a response mm-hmm. and then uh, you know that just drives more emotion yeah. and you've got to have the last word Get the trolls in there and just just start baiting you it's yeah all sorts of good stuff well i i agree who was that that mike tyson said people didn't get punched enough in the nose you know that's <laughs> i mean but that to a point that's true right? right you know when when you and i were younger we didn't have necessarily the the intranets interwebs and we didn't have cell phones and if you want to say something to somebody you, there are consequences to saying right. something to somebody, right? You might be, you know, wiping up yeah. your face in a minute off the concrete. I don't know. But there's absolutely no consequence other than social media consequence for anybody saying anything to anybody about anything. Yeah. So, unfortunately, there there is, you know, that is a lesson that, that a lot of people don't, that they don't learn. And, and really, social media platforms are really a powerful place, especially for young folks. To try to deal with all that stuff and, mm. and deal with how to process that and then when they get in the real world and they start talking to people they don't know how to talk to them they don't know how to deal with it and it comes back to this makes me feel this way right but i digress <laughs> well i uh i feel like you're you're speaking the truth I, I hope so i hope so <laughs> it's, it's mostly stable to me right now so that's good okay well thank you for your input appreciate it anything else you want to add to it you know, I would just I would just try to encourage our listeners to uh, you know to examine emotion with a grain of salt, understanding that you know what we feel about a circumstance doesn't make the truth of the circumstance it's true. And so, if you're not careful, if we allow our emotions to to dictate truth to us, then we start taking actions that are ultimately not going to serve us. And may even work against us since you find yourself working against yourself. Um, All because instead of ruling those emotions and taking a moment to process them, to look at the situation uh, with some logic and to, you know, base base our thoughts in reality and more than than how we feel about the circumstance. Um, then we we find ourselves ruled by emotion. It's true. It is true. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Motorcycle school and emotions. I so uh, I told uh, I told uh, Brother Robert this morning. I said I'm nervous. He said, "What are you nervous about?" I said, "I've never been on a motorcycle before. Tuesday, I'm going to get on one." 
He said, man, quit that. Don't be nervous. Ain't nothing nervous to be about. It's kind of take, okay, golly, you know, I was was feeling something there for a second, you know. No, no feels up in here, buddy. No. No feels. All right. And, and that was an important lesson to me this morning. Yeah. Don't let your uh, don't let your emotions keep you from doing something that you're trying to do. That's right. You got talent. No, no reason to to have that. So you got talent. You got value. Get out there and do something spectacular. Okay. Well, very good. So here mid-April, we're going to be having a grand opening. We're going to start over there at the BTX spot, and we would love for you guys to come by and see us. Come by and have a conversation with us. And I can't hit. The- my producers tell me not to hit this. My high dollar producer. All right. Well, you guys have a great week and we'll catch you soon. Thanks.